Welcome, welcome. Welcome to the daily podcast broadcast. Good evening, day, morning, night to you all. Midnight Thunder, what is it? What's going on? JKV Radio Station, Chuck Those Deuces. What's going on, guys? We got some new topics coming up for this new year that's approaching, quickly approaching. How's everyone feeling out there? Any resolutions? Any parties that I'm going to be crashing? Anything? All right. So if you have any topic requests, please send them my way. Text me, fax me, email me. Um, Send me a direct message on Instagram, Agent K21 Podcast. Instagram or Twitter, Agent K21. You can find me in those places. If you'd like to be featured, hit me up. Let me know uh, if you want to jump on this podcast. Um, I recently did a feature on Out of the Blink podcast. Go check that out if you haven't already. And what are we talking about today? We are talking about the matrix. What is it? Where is it? How can we get out of it? Let's go, everybody. We are talking about the matrix. What is the matrix? The matrix is all around us every day, every night. For those who do not know, The Matrix is a 1999 film, a movie directed by the Wachowski brothers at the time, formerly the Wachowski brothers, currently the Wachowski sisters. Get it right, y'all. All right. So um, I want to just say thank you for this movie, because this movie, I think anyone who's seen it, which is a lot of people, it's been life altering. And I think that it was life-altering because many of us have been in this rat cage that we call the Matrix, this societal programming, this world, this fake world that we all feel, taste, and sense, but have never been able to put our finger on it, never been able to modify it, never been able to portray it in the way that the Wachowski sisters portrayed it in their movie. Now, I know there was, you know, someone who wrote about the Matrix prior to the Matrix becoming the Matrix and they didn't get any accolades. They didn't get any recognition for it. But shout out to you. I don't even see even myself. I don't even know that person's name. But we do recognize you. We know that there was a Rosa Parks before the Rosa Parks. We know these things. And, you know, other people get the credit for it. We get it. We we still recognize you, though. We recognize everyone and their efforts on this project. So I have a theory. I have a theory that every year... There's a 9, 1999, there's a phenomenal movie that comes out. And in the year 1999, it was The Matrix. In the year 2009, it was The Avatar. Now, if you guys have any movie suggestions that were groundbreaking that came out this year, let me know because I haven't seen it yet and I'd like to. Um, But yes, we're talking about The Matrix because I recently watched it again. I can watch that movie. A little fun fact, when The Matrix came out, I was uh, 10 years old and I was living in Japan and the movies were only a dollar, 99 cent. So I went to see this movie. I remember this like it was yesterday. I went to see this movie four times in the theater, four times, four times in the theater because I was so, I didn't understand it and I wanted to. So I went and I went and I went and I went and I went again. Um... But it it left a major impact on my soul, and every time I watch it, I get something new. I get something new from it. And so there's this uh, meme, if you will, that I saw recently, and it said, The Seven Lessons from the Matrix. Seven lessons I learned from the Matrix. And I thought, 
that's really cool. That's really neat. You know, I get a lot of my uh, revelations and downloads and stream of consciousness comes from movies and books and just, you know, life in general. But I'm going to read this person's seven lessons learned from the matrix. So seven lessons learned from the matrix, according to uh, at everything dot aligns. It says, number one, you can't do it until you believe you can. All right. Belief is the willpower. Belief is the the gas that makes the engine run, right? It's the oil that makes the engine run, I should say. Belief in yourself and your vision is what makes things manifest. So when we talk about the law of attraction, we talk about manifesting our dreams. It, it comes from first visualizing it, second, believing it. Number two, the world as you perceive it isn't real. It's just your perception. Now, it's all about perception. Perception is everything. Now, this can be kind of a tricky one because what is real, right? Not Israel, but what is real? Okay, what constitute as real? And even in the matrix, he says, what is real? Besides electrical impulses going to your brain to tell you that it's real. So it's all based on your perception. So what you see, what you think you saw, you might not have saw. What you think you heard, you might not have heard. It's all filtered through our perception. It's filtered through our experiences. It's filtered through our lens. It's filtered through our own emotional baggage. So it can be very hard to perceive the truth when truth is subjective, right? Number three, learning fast is a superpower. Now, some people have this superpower. Some people are gifted in this. But when I read this just now, I'm thinking learning fast is a superpower, meaning that it's not uh, it's not on the average. So if you don't learn fast, don't beat yourself up for it. Um, when I was growing up, school was definitely not my thing. Kind of still isn't. And um, I was diagnosed at an early age with a learning disability. And they basically were like, hey, sweetheart, you're not going to make it. <laughs> I mean, I can literally remember the sexist teachers telling me that. Like, hey, honey, uh, dear sugar child, honey boo, you're not going to make it like just throw in the towel. We need to put you in special education classes. Like we don't know what what you're doing in here basically. And because of who I am, I don't like be total. No, you're not going to tell me. And, uh, so I, I defined the odds. I said, yeah, I hear you, but no, I'm good. And I'm Gucci on that. And, um, they took it as you're very strong-willed and very stubborn and blah, blah, blah. And I was just like, yeah, I just know that that ain't the lane for me. And so if you are not a quote-unquote fast learner, if you are autistic, if you are ADHD, quote-unquote, these labels that people have placed on you, you can redefine that because you're, you're not a label. You're a person and you know exactly what you're doing. Number four, everyone falls the first time. So, you know, this is referring to the jump scene uh, when Neo is told to free his mind and he's in his head and he, you know, falls the first time. Everyone falls the first time, even the one. So let that be encouragement to you that no one's getting it right or wrong. We're all just living. We're all learning. We're all 
growing. So even the person that you admire, even Gandhi, even Jesus, even whoever your ascended master or person that you guru subscribe to, they had the fall too. You know, um, for me, my ascended master is, is Jesus, who I really subscribe to. And from the years of age 12 to 30, we don't have any recollection of what was going on in his life. So yeah, trust and believe everyone falls. Uh, number five, sometimes blind belief in yourself is exactly what's needed. Now this, uh, let me think about that one. This one, I think more applies to Morpheus because Morpheus believed so blindly that Neo was the one. I don't think Neo even knew he was the one. He, he really didn't catch that he was. But Morpheus did. I mean, Morpheus believed it so much that the man is dead on the table. And they're like, I can't believe it. I don't believe it. And so, yes, blind belief in yourself is exactly what's needed. But sometimes there'll be other people placed in your path who will have blind belief in you to help you believe in yourself. Number six, always choose truth over convenience. Take the red pill. I think that's subjective because um, we saw what happened with Cypher, who was the quote unquote Judas of the movie. He wished that he had took the blue pill. So I wouldn't say always. Words I really refrain from are always and never. Um, Yeah, I don't like to use those kind of words. I don't like to use shoulds, woulds, coulds, shoulda, woulda, coulda, always or never. I kind of stay away from that. And I don't think that to tell someone else that you always should choose truth over convenience. Sometimes people want ignorance. Ignorance is bliss for some people. Uh, Personally, I would prefer to choose the truth over convenience. Slap me. What is it? Slap me. Uh, Shit. What is it? Um, Yeah. Slap me with the truth, then kiss me with a lie or something like that. I would much rather be slapped with the truth. Uh, Painful. Very painful stuff. But yes, I say choose the truth over convenience. Number seven. There is no spoon. There is no spoon. Um, Yeah, that lesson right there. Not exactly sure what this person was going with that one. But uh, the way I take it is, you know, reality is based off what you make it. It kind of goes hand in hand with the perception. There is no spoon. There is no time. There is no race. It's all an illusion. There is no... All of these limitations that we use to separate ourselves, they're not real. You know, they're just illusions. So there is no spoon. Um, And once you realize that, you can become the airbender and you can bend reality. And that's how you make your dreams come true. There is nothing to fear. You just make it happen. So those are this person's seven lessons learned from the Matrix. And I thought, let me write down a few myself. Now, like I said, I recently watched it again, so I wrote this, uh, let me see, when did I actually write this? I wrote this, seven lessons I learned, June, well, I actually have the whole date, June 12th, 2019, at 3.23 p.m. is when I wrote this. Uh, So my list at that time, number one, other people will believe in you, like I mentioned before. Uh, with Morpheus. Morpheus believed in Neo being the one so blindly that he was willing to risk his life for it. You feel me? He was willing to risk his life. And like I said, there'd be other people on your path 
who will believe in you, even when you don't believe in yourself. And there's a, uh, a classic meme that says, other people see your potential. They're just hoping you won't. All right. And so you have other people who believe in you. You have Trinity who kind of was hoping she wasn't there. She was kind of like on the fence. She wanted him to be the one, you know, because she knew what she knew about him. And then you also had the haters, you know, you had the cypher who's like, if this guy's the one, there's no way in hell I can pull this plug, you know, that kind of attitude. So he believed in him in his own way. And then all the other no name matrix people that they had, you know, um, like switch and the other guy, apex or apox, whatever his name was and mouse, they're basically like cheering them on the whole way. So you have people who are going to believe in you on this process. Okay. Uh, number two, you could be the one and not know it. And so, you know, Neo was like, I'm not the one. He, he said that song all the way up until the very last end, the very last breath. He said, I'm not the one. I'm just another guy. I'm sorry. You guys got it wrong. You know, I don't, I don't think I'm the one. And, uh, even when he goes to see the Oracle, she tells him, you're not the one. And, you know, I, I think about that scene because it's like, he was the one. Why did she tell him he wasn't? But he didn't believe he was. And that's why he wasn't. He had the gift. Like she said, she said, you have the gift, but maybe you're waiting on your next life. Maybe you're waiting for something, but it's always there. It's always in you. Sometimes it just has to be pulled out or purged out in in some cases. Number three, know thyself. Again, the Oracle was like, yeah, you, you got this gift. You are, you know, this one, but I got to tell you that you're not. And it was only with him. And I think that's another thing is like him thinking that he wasn't the one was able to take off the pressure of being the one or becoming this source that everyone wanted him to be. And it was only then that he was able to have the freedom to discover who he really was. And so that's why knowing thyself is so important in the process uh, is, you know, if if you don't know who you are, who you're going to let the rest of the world define you. And we got to emit our own frequency and tell the world who we are. Number four, rebirth is an intense process. And so what I learned from the Matrix is once he took that red pill, his entire reality collapsed, okay? His entire world as he knew went inside out. And the truth is not fun. You know, the ego death is not fun. Uh, All of these painful unlearning processes that we go through are not fun. And anyone who's embarked on the healing journey, they know that we've looked down the barrel of some of the most painful things. Uh, Healing is not an easy process. And for anyone who is doing the the work out there, my hat's off to you because we know what you're going through and it's not fun. And, um, but on the other side, it's beautiful. And so you have to be birthed again. You know, he wakes up in a field of people being mined, people being created, people being grown and he wakes up and that's exactly how it feels. Uh, You wake up alone and scared, but just keep your head high because you're not alone. You know, 
you're not you're not alone in this process so you might wake up and feel like your world is caving in but it's only the rebirth it's only giving birth to something new something has to die it's just like the phoenix rising from the ashes something has to die before um it can become a rebirth now this is something i i'm going to add on to this because after watching it recently watching the movie the movie the movie the matrix recently i realized that i don't know <laughs> how many people caught this but neo actually died in the movie he died like at the very end the agent shot him and killed him he had no pulse and before i used to just be like oh gosh this fairy tale bs like trinity just kisses him and he comes back to life but what i realize is he had to die he had to die to his old self it wasn't i looked at it more as like not a physical death even though he physically quote unquote died in that moment i looked at it more as he had the transition you know he had a near death experience he didn't really die he just had a near death experience to awaken to his true form all right number 5 everyone is given a choice to take the red pill or the blue pill so everyone has free will that is your gift that is your gift from the divine is you have free will we are the sum of our choices so you have options you know you can go down this path which is going to lead you to truth and might be very painful might be you know a lot of work or you can take this pill that's going to take you right back to where you were and keep you there and keep you stuck and you know you just continue to believe whatever you want so you have your options you have your choice and so anytime someone tries to make you feel like there is no option remind them i can take the red pill the blue pill anytime your subconscious tries to tell you you don't have a choice oh yes you do the information is there and the age of the information age ignorance is a choice number 6 free your mind free your mind people free your mind now the mind is a terrible thing to waste but also the battlefield is in the mind and so a lot of times we can become anxious by living in the future or we can become depressed by living in the past but all we need to do is live right here in the present moment take it one day at a time one step at a time and once you free your mind from the limitations of your mind you'll realize you can do anything you can do anything you can have anything you can live anywhere the world is your oyster right money is not a limitation uh gender is not a limitation age is not a limitation none of these things can find you none of them break out of your barriers break out of your limitations and the only way you can do that is to free your mind and the way you free your mind is to let it all go let everything go that you thought you knew and really sit with what is so meditation can help free your mind number 7 once you awaken there is no turning back there is no turning back folks you take the red pill you can't go back even uh cipher the judas guy who thought he could go back he can't really go back he thought his memory is going to be cleaned out of love the scene how that would play out because you can't go back um there's always a catch right there's always a catch uh especially for for the villain there's always a catch for the villain 
So, but you know, he died, so who knows? Uh, but once you awaken, there's no turning back. Now, one of my fears, this is actually a fear of mine, not really a fear, but it's definitely something that I've struggled with, is feeling like all the knowledge and all the healing and all the growth and all the everything that I'm gaining by integrating and by choosing a path of healing and choosing a path of wellness and choosing a path of wholeness, that I could somehow get roped back into the dysfunction that I could somehow get roped back into the limiting beliefs that I could be roped back into the patterns of society and fall back asleep now the thing about it is you can and you can't (laughs) you can get stuck in a loop and get stuck in a cycle but those things will break off you when it's time to And I think for me, I I used to fear a long time that because every time I felt like I was getting free of the matrix, something would happen to lure me back in. But every time I would get free again. So and I would have new knowledge deposited to me each time. And so I realized, like, it's not really going back. You can't really go back to what was because everything is moving constantly. Everything is evolving constantly. So you can't really go back the things as they were you can evolve and when you go back it's not actually a backwards movement but it's actually more of a step it's more of a step instead of a backsliding as you know the church folks would like to say backsliding but uh, it's not really that it's because you can't go back without all the process that you gain to go forward so once you awaken there's no turning back you take the red pill It's a lifelong process of healing, of integrating, of, uh, you know, ego observing, shadow work, inner child work. And you just keep putting one foot in front of the other and you're going to keep making it. You're going to keep making strides. You're going to keep making um, adjustments and you're going to you're going to get there. So if you feel like you're going backwards or you feel like you're stuck, just know that healing is a process. So a setback, a setup, it's not really backwards movement. It's just a step. And so there's no right or wrong. There's no good or evil in it. It's just all a part of the process. So it's a healing journey and life is a journey. Life is a marathon and not a race. So take your time. Trust the process. Go back and watch the movie The Matrix. Let me know any movies that are coming out or any movies that you feel really resonate it really hit home because you know there's so many avenues to watch movies on apple tv indie films whatever let me know um foreign language films i don't care i want to see them i love movies i love cinema and i learn every day and i hope that you guys have a great one have a great (laughs) a great one movie i don't know what that (laughs) have a great night morning evening day or afternoon to you Yes, we're going to party like it's 1999. Boom. All right. No, that was a terrible reference, but dang, I'm going to go because you know what? I'm showing out right now. It's past my bedtime and I hope that you guys have a great night, evening, day, morning, and I will see you until next time.